The following Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast is based on real events from the history of American crime. Some of this imagery might be upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Griff and I have been doing some some serious world building offline with this, and this place is, oh man, there there was definitely something like that happening. So she considers the the foundlingry, and she says, um, in in spite of its in spite of its corruption for you, I will I will give something. I will make I will make a sizable a sizable donation. As you request. Well, well, much, much appreciated. So she, uh, she turns to Nim, and she says, <laughs> um, she says, so it's your, it is your understanding that you don't have any problems, correct? Uh, last time I checked, yeah, no, yeah. no problems. Yes, question mark. <laughs> she she surveys the three of you and the solar in stasis and still gambling Paul and she looks down at Bruda and Bruda's like like yeah boss I don't I don't know what to tell you. And she 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 kind of gives you this kind of like pitiable look and she says for a, for a man who is so skilled at reading people, you are you're leaving a trail for someone to betray you and take away everything that that you've worked for these many years. I can uh, that I can make right. I can make sure that 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 doesn't happen so if this situation were to be an accurate portrayal of what's going on in my life I would be willing to hear you out <laughs> she says that you have to understand that I am not a snitch <laughs> But you do know they say snitches get stitches, right? (laughs) She says your words, not mine. I will. I. I. I cannot. (laughs) She. 
And and you see her like again there is this like pulse and and she is like it's it's too delicious to reveal this. I I think my deal is that I can protect you from any sort of betrayal, but I cannot tell you who the betrayer is. I leave it to the snitch to snitch on themselves. How about this? You're on. You have a dr- you have a drink in your hand. You have a drink in your hand. He knows he has not drank the drink. This is uncharacteristic of Nim. Oh, he can't man. function. <laughs> the logistics of this. Yep. Oh yeah. No. Perception wise, it's fucked up. So, yep. yeah, just, just let's go. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> this the ramifications of what just happened yeah. are we're not going to experience until January. Well yeah. well no. In a few weeks. <laughs> In a few weeks. Two weeks for us, yeah. <laughs> like I don't think God shit. You know the what? best. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um. The, the, okay, so, so I know how he's rea- I know how he's reacting. Yeah. <laughs> Does Nim notice anyone reacting around him? Uh, well, that was out of character for me. No, no, I know it's out of character. You know, I, trust, I know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think that's up to you guys to roleplay. Well, uh. Oh yeah, go ahead, Griff. Yeah, well, uh... Because you're standing in front of us, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. First, so jump. Can, that's why I, I can't... First, he just kind of st- stepped up, and he he kind of, like, hears that, and he just goes... He just kind of, like, looks at them, and then looks back at the projection of of, of Shay, looks at them again, and, uh... Just goes... You know... If you keep this up, nobody's going to be able to help you. You said it's me? Yeah! Nim, Nim now takes his drink. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks it. He looks back at you and goes, Yeah, well, at least I know who I am. <laughs> oh, shit. That is the the warmest scotch that you have ever had, and I think if you if you took that drink hoping for like that soothing uh, kind of feeling, um, you definitely got it. You you definitely got it. All right. Uh, so. Oh wait, wait. Oh oh. Okay. Sorry. 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 So so Percy hears that. And he goes, 
You better hope I'm not the guy in the carriage. <laughs> yeah, because Nim uh, doesn't know. And nobody else knows. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. Nim wouldn't have been there for the, the Hannibal Lecter <laughs> in the carriage moment. Trying to get the kids to eat their faces. Um, <laughs> it's part of the point. Of first and second, that. Yeah. Because first he knows. Yep. Where that goes. So. Uh, okay, so Shay says, um, "Now that we all have an understanding, um, there is there is a key that I need." that I cannot get um, that I need you to get for me a key that was stolen by and her eyes narrow <clears throat> it was stolen by a band of these thieving skeletons <clears throat> they how they got in here I don't quite know they evaded my awareness somehow it doesn't really matter they stole my key they have a tendency to steal all kinds of things so I imagine that you might find yourselves quite the little treasure trove should you be able to to root out uh, their den Find the skeletons, find the key. Their last, my understanding from what Bruda has been able to gather, is their warren is is located underneath Mr. Worthington's warehouse, where, if I read the news today correctly, Mr. Alos has been tasked with... Uh, destroying so if you can find a way perhaps to get the key and take out the warehouse while you are there or maybe mix oil and water maybe bring the warehouse down on top of the skeleton warren what have you I would be very 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 appreciative. And uh, the person goes, okay, warehouse, Skeleton Warren, us, well, if, uh, if we're going to do this, I'm probably not going to be at work tomorrow, so if you could tell my friend Zephyr, then I won't be able to... <laughs> Are you calling Bell? You're calling off for the job that you gave yourself. <laughs> Your self-appointed job as head of loss prevention. <laughs> you gotta be prepared. You gotta fill the spot. <laughs> She's... Okay. Paul's not there. Okay. Well, if you can get my... In person, just talking. Like, if you can have Barnabas cover my shift... <laughs> she gives Bruda a nod and, and Bruda says 
I will. No, I'm tempted to have her be like reference the the eat your feelings marketing campaign. <laughs> uh. I think she would be more confused by this request than anything, though, and so she'll she'll pass it along that you'll you'll miss work tomorrow. You won't you won't be there for. Does any do any of any of the rest of you need need any kind of similar messages passed along? I do not. Um, no, Nim does not. Okay. So, she... She nods and she says, okay. She begins to release everybody in the casino, so she slowly begins to to fade away. And as she's, as she's disappearing, um, she says, I trust that uh, St. Cuthbert would be comfortable staying here while you take care of this task for me. But before you, before you have a chance to respond to that, um, the, the noise and the, the smell and all of the sensations of the casino come rushing back um, all at once. And it's almost like a little, a little jarring, right? Um, you've gotten so used to being in that, that um, completely sort of antiseptic environment for the last several minutes um, that the smoke and the alcohol and the, the sweat and the stink of the casino is just like oh my god you know okay um, I totally should have asked her <laughs> to burn down Sam's go by a I wondered why you were so quiet, and it's because you're waiting to deliver the. Oh wait! <laughs> oh wait, 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 shit! Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, oh, she hung up. Ah! All waiting. Yep. Okay, so so we're back, right? Yep. And, uh, and uh, they all heard that last little bit about Saint Cuthbert, right? Uh huh. Okay, so they're back in space. Yep. And, uh, uh, person just kind of like looks over at where Paul was and it looks back at the group and just says, Saint what? That's Paul. I don't know who Saint Cuthbert is. <laughs> he then says nothing. He can't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> Bruda points to to Paul um, who's being approached by who now suddenly has this has rearranged the table that he's sitting at and to the other people at the table it seems to have happened like instantaneously like Paul is suddenly sitting on like <laughs> he's like he's showing like an 85 <laughs> just like hit me, and they're like, "Wait, how did this happen?" All like nobody else has cards in front of them, and like, a deck from another table is missing, <laughs> and he's he's probably arranged the chips and like he I think he's stacked them up by color, um, <laughs> like rearranged like like the dollar values in front of people. Stop um, playing bingo. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Um, maybe at one of the tables there's a big uh, card castle, like a house of cards. <laughs> the triangle. Oh yeah, like really like immaculate. Elaborate, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so suffice <laughs> yeah. Suffice it to say, the bouncers are, the pit bosses are not pleased with this old man. Um, <clears throat> and uh, a couple of them have, have grabbed him by each shoulder, or under, under each of his arms, and are like hoisting him up um, to remove him. Bruda sees your maybe concern. I, I guess I don't know if, if you would be concerned at all about this, um, if any of you would be concerned. She but she gauges your reaction and says, "I'll I'll handle it." And Solar has kind of passed out in his chair. I'll, and she says, "I'll I'll take care of them." <clears throat> Instructions or, or directions to the Warren are with the concierge. Um, they'll know it's you. Let me handle this. Meanwhile, the crowd is the rest of the crowd is in complete uh, like chaos because in the ring. It appears there was a phantom knockout. <laughs> One of the fighters just completely took a dive. Um, he has no like he's down and like he can't figure out like how he got there. Yeah. Uh, so like all hell is starting to break loose in the diamond mine. Do you guys want to do anything before you go? Do you want to try to intervene with Paul at all, or or what? Uh, Nim would definitely go over to Paul. Okay. So Paul has is, is been uh, grabbed they, by the two... They, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so so Nim's going over. Uh-huh. Uh, Percy sees Nim going over and just kind of like follows but hangs back just enough within shouting distance of Paul. Okay. Dak's going to follow too, but he's going to kind of try and blend in. Try and can use the... Uh, Use the cacophony to to sort of blend in. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, yep. not like not stealthily, but near. But I, I, I don't really want to be. Uh, I, don't, I don't really want to be in the mix. Yep. So the uh, Cuthbert thing has me curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nim walks over to Paul. <laughs> as he knows him. <laughs> Uh, he goes over to Paul, puts a hand on Paul's shoulder. He leans in, and he whispers, and then he pulls back. <laughs> you have to tell me what he whispered, though. What the hell? You have to. You have to tell me. <laughs> Come. On. Do you do you speak a uh, celestial? No, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> No. Terrible. As as <laughs> Paul. As wanted Griff's reaction, that's why I did. Bullshit, so come on. Paul says, Can you speak up, Sonny? I didn't hear you. <laughs> he's like, Be careful. We're being watched. And that's it. Okay. Paul Paul looks at you like this is the stupidest thing he's ever heard in his life. Um, as he's being hoisted out of his chair. By two seven-foot-tall robotic men <laughs> in in tuxedos, and he's like, "This this blasted game has gotten me in trouble with the law." <laughs> no, no, they're 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 friends. Do not worry, they're not in trouble. 
and at this point, Bruda has has made it there and is um, is trying to reassure him. Um, the he's he's up in the air and like kicking his feet <laughs> as, um, as the the guards take him away. You see, uh, another one has has gotten uh, Solar up in like a, a fireman's carry um, and is is carrying him off to whatever the. I, I assume there's a drunk tank. Um, probably a pretty sizable drunk tank in this place to to deal with him. The ramifications of a cop ending up in the drunk tank are probably it's not going to be good for him. Um, but that's what happens. See, see, <laughs> police officer, cop, backfire. <laughs> yeah. That's backfire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys, uh, you approach the concierge. Um, she has an envelope for you. There is a uh, crudely drawn map, pretty straightforward though, leading you towards the skeleton worn. Um, it's a, a couple of hours travel by foot to get there. Um, you're going underneath underneath the city. Um, if you remember, Backfire is a city that's been building on top of itself um, for for probably centuries at this point. So you're going deep under the city. Um, to wherever this this particular band of skeletons is is living, so to speak. So, okay. do you want to do you want to pursue that now, or do we want to to end it there for the night? I'll leave it up to you guys. Oh, we better pursue. Okay. <laughs> All right. I actually, um, I've got an early thing tomorrow. Okay. So if if we could call here, I would appreciate that. Okay. All right. Sorry. No, Sorry. no worries. A lot to think about then. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we will end it there. We've got about an hour. Hi again, everybody. This is Dr. Andy Wilzag. I wanted to say thanks again for taking time to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. The reason why I wanted to make Strength Check into an actual play D&D podcast um, when there are so many other actual play shows out there that are probably um, way better than anything that I could do is I want to draw your attention to a project that I'm a part of here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're calling it Play for Progress, and the idea is to use D&D and eventually, hopefully, probably other tabletop games to help middle school and high school kids who are struggling with mental health problems or addiction issues or who feel alienated or isolated in some in some way. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has been hit really, really hard by the opioid crisis. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has a very high alcoholism rate. And this part of Pennsylvania is diversifying very quickly and there are those who have capitalized on that to try to create more conflict between people so we have a lot of kids here who are alone and who are suffering um, and suffering mightily so what we're doing and the point of this message now is to just let you know that we are raising money to make play for progress a sustainable force for good in the northeastern Pennsylvania area. Um, if you have even $5 to spare for us, you can go to gofundme.com slash playforprogress with hyphens between the words, so play hyphen for hyphen progress, um, 
and anything that you can give us will go a long way towards making us sustainable. Thank you.